it's a lady. Tune in to All Things Music, presented by Liquid Sound Records. Here are your hosts, Ryan Katz and Ian Illyrian. Ian, what is going on? Welcome to another uh, episode of All Things Music, man. I think you have to get closer to me, because like you just made fun of me for my cables. I got XLRs here that are like... Yeah, no, please don't sit on my lap. We are... <laughs> Shit, this is bad. We're going to get busted for not socially distancing right now. But Yeah, he's got a mask, so we'll go with that. How you doing, dude? Doing all right. Ryan Katz, how are you doing? Why are you always robotic with that? Every episode, you're like, I'm doing fine, thank you. Like a robot. Yeah, right? That's what you sound like when you do that. <laughs> and you're never, and I'm always like, so Ian, anything new? No, nothing's new. How's everything going? I'm like, I'm looking for you to keep the conversation going. And then you're just like, She's I'm all right. Chilling. Right. How's the, okay, Ian, how's the weather? It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Ohio, so it is different every day. Big facts. Uh, we have here, you just heard her, but we have, I'm just going to go ahead and say Rachel Cruz. Rachel. Rachel, yes, that's how she said it. So I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Um, I know you from Rock Rage Radio, but yes. you could we could say the Black Widow uh, booking, booking and and what else do you want to say? Um, I work for Rock Rage Radio. I have a show. It's called Metal Erotica Radio Show. Right. And I do photography, and I just started booking shows for Black Widow booking. When did you start the booking? I just started actually on March, so I had four you shows. Just booked. started that. I had four shows oh, booked. Fuck. And they got canceled because of the virus going on. Because I would see your statuses all the time that were like looking for metalcore band yeah. in Philadelphia or looking for whatever it is in different for places, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and stuff. Um, damn, that sucks. Cause you like just started and you just started to get it on I a roll, know. and then like it was my first two shows and they got fucking canceled. <sighs> and it's gonna be a minute since they come back. Probably till next year, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is what I'm thinking. I just read an article from metal injection i think that yeah. said that really i mean the small shows will come back first because it's easier to do that but really mm -hmm. we're not going to have anything this summer it's just going to be next summer yeah. will be huge i mean there's a few festivals that are still happening right yeah uh for now but i don't know yeah. how long that's going to last all the ones that we go to that you go to are gone oh, i was temple dude was last weekend last i tried weekend. to keep it out of my mind and i just couldn't do it Popping up on my like my like uh, time Memories. hop and stuff, right? Exactly. I'm like, man, this sucks, man. I never been. He's never been. So what? Yeah. So Ian and I started this. When did we start this podcast? Uh, has it been two years? It might be. It it's a little over a year because I just I just paid the renewal for the uh, the hosting, but it's been a little over a year, and we did louder than life 2019 as far as the press. And that was that was it, right? Right, and that's when we got like kind of serious about it. But we were doing it for a while before then. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was always serious, but like that's when <laughs> you know things really got picked up when we got 
Danny Wimmer presents and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. 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 So we did that. And that was like our first, both of our, we've been both in the music industry forever, but that was yeah. our first media tent experience. And it was really cool to like have, and you've done that plenty of times with just, you know, the interviewing the artists and, yeah. and, the, and the bands and all that in, in a, in a, in a non-fan setting, you know, or it's just like a conversation. Like how many like big artists have you interviewed? Oh, uh, well, we did we did a plethora at at Louder Than Life. We did like Phil Anselmo and uh, Andy Flagg nice. and uh, Santa Cruz, Amigo the Devil, Guar. We did Escape the Fate was our last band interview we've done be- before the shutdown. Yeah, we were actually the day that everything hit the fan. We were at House of Blues ready to interview Bad Omens. And uh, Matt, the tour manager, who's also the drummer for Bloodline, mm-hmm. he like came out and was like, hey, I don't know if we're going to have any time to do this because we just found out the tour's canceled and it was just like a, a mess. So we ended up going home, which I regret still because knowing, like I, hindsight is what it is. I didn't know that was going to be the last concert for like a year, right? <laughs> so I we went home because we had to get up early and whatever. But now I'm like, fuck! If I knew that was going to be the last it. concert for a year or whatever, I would have stayed. stayed the whole time and partied my ass off. I would have felt miserable the next day. But so what? It's the last. It it was the last show. Oh, totally. Now I'm just like, I would do anything for. I would probably right now. I keep saying this to everybody. I would go see bands that I normally wouldn't even care to see, just because it's live music. <laughs> I would see Nickelback right now. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I hate Nickelback, and I would see them right Breaking now. Ben- Breaking Benjamin. Well, yeah, but I like them, and I, I actually just got. Actually, I like Breaking Benjamin. Oh, Thank you. You're <laughs> surrounded by Breaking Benjamin. Fans. I don't like Nickelback though. No, no, I don't either. I really don't. But I do like Breaking Benjamin. I had tickets for them. Their Blossom show with, oh fuck, who, Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. Uh, Saint Asonia. You don't even know fuck that. So thing. you're trying to be like trash. Uh, and there was somebody else, but yeah, I just got the, the, uh, the email from Ticketmaster, the refund shebang. I so. got the email for Diftons and Ramstein that they got, yeah. they're going to be postponed, maybe cancel. Yeah. Um, probably. Not. Yeah. It's, that's and then a damn they, good show. What was the name of that tour? I don't know the name. The, me- the, just... me- the, metal, the metal tour of the year with Megadeth, Lamb of God, yes. Trivium, and In Flames. I was really looking oh, forward to that. So bad. Too. The one that was supposed to come to Cleveland was at the Nautica. I don't know if yeah. you've been there before. Never. Nautica. So it, it's a very underused venue in Cleveland for whatever reason, I think. Live Nation owns it, but I just, they don't use it very often. Is it like a stadium? So, yeah, it's like, uh, it's not a stadium, it's, it's an amphitheater. amphitheater mm-hmm. And you have your stage, and then the you have like a pit area and then the bleachers go really like the incline really high. And then on the back of the stadium is the Cuyahoga river leading into Lake Erie. So you get these giant barges that go by and these boats and party boats and people <laughs> just going nuts. Cause the last show I saw there was way back in 2006 and it was, yeah, seriously 2006. And, uh, it was sounds the underground and it was like Guar cannibal corpse, nice. uh, in flames, uh, SLA dying pre Tim Blaine. In flames, in flames with Cannibal Corpse. So yeah, dude, it was it was a crazy build. The Chariot was there, Horse the Band, uh, a bunch of like what's, OG scene. What's it like a festival? Yeah, yeah, oh, it was okay. a festival. Makes sense. Um, fuck, uh, Terror was there. 
I think Evergreen Terrace might have been there too. I love Evergreen. Yeah. So it was. That's it, an old. Hell yeah. Old, yeah. You know who Evergreen? If you know who Evergreen Terrace is, you know what's up. That's right. <laughs> and you know where the name comes from, I assume. Well, there. I can't remember exactly. That's a, that's a weird. Okay. You know, so, I don't have a brain like yours, man. <laughs> I know all the useless bullshit. Yeah. I forget everything. That's right. So Evergreen Terrace is the name of the street in The Simpsons that they live on. That's okay. No, that's not what I thought. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, so that and then, you know, the name Fallout Boy comes from, right? No, because it's the same thing. So Fallout Boy is a character in The Simpsons. Is like a is like the uh, oh fuck. There's there's a there's a comic book, right? And the main <clears throat> character is something man. Fuck, so, it's it's. It sounds me like you don't miss any episode of The Simpsons, dude. So I used to listen to it all the time or watch it all the time, and now I I definitely don't anymore. But anyways, I thought it would be cool for Evergreen Terrace to tour with Fallout Boy and be like The Simpsons tour or something. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Give me. He's giving me this awful look. Anyways, um, so yeah, that venue is really underutilized, and that's where the Megadeth, Lamb of mm-hmm. God, In Flames, Tri- and who, Trivium. Trivium. Um, and I know Matt Heafy makes himself so available to people, so yeah. I was really banking on that interview because that would have mm-hmm. been really dope just to talk to Matt uh, from Trivium. But uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen all of, I've not seen Megadeth. That's the one that I haven't seen. Never. Never. You've seen them? I've seen them so many times, really? but every every single show it's the same, same like set list, same uh. order, same same. All so you know, everything. I noticed that with older bands, like old yeah. old bands, like listen, let's it's not like let's be real. Dave Mustaine is like yeah. nearing 60, 50, 60, I don't know, he's getting old. Well, listen, they're the same. Better not let my grandfather hear that. <laughs> well, he's about to listen, and you know, well, I'll get shit for that, I'm sure, but. Uh, yeah, so these older guys, it's easier to stick to a routine. That's mm-hmm. the way I'm thinking they go. They why they do that. Although Metallica changes their set list from time to time, I don't think they're the same every time. Um, I've only I seen don't them think once, they're the so same. I <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen Metallica for two different tours. Okay. Yeah, and I, I was and it pretty was drunk, same? so I oh, hardly well, remember. For, forget it. <laughs> well, so okay, so let me ask you about that because. That's the one thing that I see at festivals all the time where people, like, it's one thing to get, like, drunk, and then it's the other thing to get, like, so shit-faced <laughs> that you don't remember. And, like, I want to yeah. remember. Don't you want to remember, like, especially a band like Metallica that's so just iconic and, like, they're not going to be around for a, I mean, they'll be around for a little bit longer, but not a ton longer. Ryan, you know what? You want to talk about getting shit-faced. <laughs> I, I just want to I want to mention this because Ryan never really drinks. No. Uh, I drink all the time. I probably have a problem, I'm but a I don't drinker. go to meetings. I'm a so I'm a drinker. Okay. But uh, Ryan, when's the last time you got really wasted? Because I know, and I want to see if you're going to answer honestly. Wait a minute. He got I don't know if you know, so though, because technically it was Christmas. So I think it was more recent than you think. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, the time before Christmas. Fuck, I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know why. It was recent. Are you talking it about... It might have been Christmas. <laughs> we did it at Christmas. What did we do? <laughs> I guess I don't even remember. No, you got... So he was wasted. Poker night and you flipped the poker table. Remember that? <laughs> I didn't flip a poker table. Is he the one I had here in this room? Yeah. You I didn't... Flipped? Yes, you did. Not on purpose. Are you an aggressive drunk? That was actually... <laughs> you're funny. That was... <laughs> That was over a year ago, dude. That was not this last winter. No, it wasn't. Yes, because I was I was kidless. So yeah, 
Either way, yes, I did get fucked up because bourbon does that to you. You drink it and you're like... You weren't drinking bourbon. I was. You're drinking champagne. Damn, see? I'm looking horrible right now. Anyways, it's a rarity. Like, whatever. But I like to casually drink. I like to have a couple beers or whatever. But the thing about it, especially at music festivals, is it's like $13 a beer. So who's got time for that? I sneak in my alcohol. I I get like those plastic bottles and like put it in my back and yeah. then you just walk in. Did you see the on the uh, back when it was the Rock on the Range group? They had the the fanny pack, but it looked like a gut. Mm-hmm. So you would just like a dude like would put like a it looked like your hairy stomach was hanging out, but it's actually <laughs> yes, a fanny pack. A and I was like, I don't know if that would actually work. <laughs> just you'd have to be kind of stupid as a gate. But honestly, okay, no offense to Danny Wimmer, I love everything about their their production, but the Security, eh, it could be they a don't little care. better. They, don't pay attention. they really don't care. I've sneaked, I've sneaked alcohol so many times, and a lot of people sneak other things. And and whenever there's a rain delay, out. and like they make everybody leave, when yeah. people come back in, they're just they like, don't even come check. They're like going, guys. Yeah. It's nuts. So I don't know. Don't curse us. No, no, no. It's just, uh, and I don't think it'll, honestly because of all the coronavirus stuff, I don't think it'll ever be that way again. Yeah. Have, have you? Okay. How frequent is it that you sneak liquor in a festival? Every festival. <laughs> now, every festival. Ryan, have you ever done it? No, I've never. No, he, he's. Uh, you know what? Maybe when I was like a teenager with my cousins, we would go. But that's it. He I mean. he looks like the kind of guy that follows the rules that don't break any <laughs> rules. He looks like that kind of guy. So what? <laughs> oh, she's saying I'm a prude. In other words, I um. Hmm. He's still a nice guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not going to disagree because I... Yeah, because I would call you out on No, no, no. Like, I'm not... How do I put this? He has the face of the guy that goes like, no, guys, this is wrong. We're not getting in trouble. No, because I was going to say, I'm not like a narc or something, right? I'm not going to be like like telling on anybody for doing whatever they want to do. Like, that's not my thing. I just did not... I, I don't know. I just... And this goes to the conversation Ian and I have had plenty of times where... When I go to a show, I'm going like my number one priority is the music, yeah. like the party atmosphere and the friends and stuff. That's like two and three. Like it's good stuff. But my number one is the music. So I don't really like necessarily think about all those other things like alcohol and drugs or not that, that anybody here is doing drugs. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I that's just how I've always been wired. You know, it's the same thing. I'm a big sports fan. And I never really, I have, you know, I go to Indians games, Cavs games, Browns games, whatever. And I really just kind of go to watch the game. I'm not, like, trying to, like, party. Maybe I take life too seriously. Maybe you do. I mean, you're supposed to go and have fun. You don't have have to get drunk. But, like, you can can still do both. Have fun and drink. I mean, you're not going to get chill face, but you can take it slow. So what she said. And and then that's the other thing is, so, like, Usually when I go to Rock on the Ranger Sonic Temple, we've both been many years. Yeah. Uh, the I'll usually reserve the day that I like the least amount of bands is the day that I will drink because I don't need to see as many. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a couple years ago. Um, I, I I had uh, what Maynard's wine winery is always there, so I, I had a couple of of his glasses of wine and I had some beers and stuff. Wine and champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not champagne, but but definitely <laughs> wine. Love I love champagne. It's fucking like juice, man. It's so good. It's like carbonated juice. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> but the problem is you get that day hangover. You know what I mean? You go too hard way too early. Because they put, they, they put so many preserves in that shit, dude. Listen, yeah. we're going to get... I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to some things. Not that not the peer pressure, you know, but but you know what they say or at least what I say and maybe my view of the world's twisted. I'm sure it is. Peer pressure is the best pressure. Now, don't quote that in the wrong way. But we're going to show you some things. Okay. Yeah, sure. Cuz I am <laughs> such an impressionable person that just peer pressure works every time. Um So that's that's the one thing and then the, and then on the other side of the spectrum I see like I'll be enjoying one of the last bands of the night and someone next to me will be puking their guts out. I'm like, yeah. well, that sucks for them because they didn't get to enjoy what they came to see, well, what I assume they came to see. You know? you know, also when it's really hot outside, it doesn't help. No. Like there's times that I drink so much and then like I get sleepy by the middle of the day because it's so hot. So I go take a nap. But I wake up after 30 minutes. So are you one of those I'm people on recover. the floor? Like, you know how, like, they have the floor at uh, the stadium and then, like, towards the back, there's people, like, sleeping just on yeah, the... Yeah, I'm one, of those, one of those people laying down on the grass. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't oh, I do not do that because... Probably saliva running all over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, that grass has been walked on and who all knows what else on by I mean, 100,000 people. You're already covering, like, sweat and then people sweat. I guess it's just one of those things where you're like, I'm so dirty, And then people grouse surfing, like covering you in sweat and stuff do you ever like on the real though like those those dudes that like the really big guys that are passed out like in the grass you know what i'm talking about like yeah. but in the middle of where like everybody walks like i always oh, want to go that. have you ever like actually went up to one and been like dude you good yeah really i do all the time so you're pretty caring <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm a caring person. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, caring, but I'm also like, uh, you look like you're self-inflicted, you know? <laughs> yeah, because when I lay down, even if I'm just taking a break, people come to me and they're like, hey, are you okay? You need mm. help? You need water? So I try to do the same. Yeah. I, I guess for me, there's a balance between having fun and being stupid, you know? I'm both. <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> Fair fun enough. And fun and stupid. <laughs> I guess that's a good combination. But uh, do, are you? Do you like to mosh? Yes. Yeah. I am a musher. And are you ever worried that like I don't even know like a lot of people? Obviously, it's not right. But people treat girls a lot differently in the pit, and they treat them differently. Sometimes and, and, and they do, but like most of the friends that I know in the mosh pits, they already know that I go hard in the mosh pit, so they treat me equally because they're like, "Oh, that's fuck yeah, that's the Honeywell Lecter girl." And I guess if 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 they see if if other people who don't know you see you yeah. going ham, then I guess they'll be more inclined to treat you as an equal too. Yeah, the crowd serving thing. Has always weirded me out if I was a girl because I, I hear so many horror stories. About Last that. time I went crowd surfing, somebody took the phone out of my pocket, no. and, and I think I had sex while I was crowd surfing. Jesus Christ! See, that's yeah. That sounds like a bad acid trip. Yeah, it was bad. That's literally what that sounds like. You've been, oh yeah, I went on this crazy trip and I got my phone stolen and I had sex, but totally forgot about it. And then I woke up over here in the in the in the security guy's arms. Yeah, man, that, that shit's cover your drinks first of all. That's something I that I learned in the rave scene for sure. And the I got fucking roofie once. You ever been roofied? Oof. It's awful. Twice. Yeah. Really? Did 
dude that's that's the one thing man like you gotta watch your shit and i watch my shit like a hawk sometimes even from bartenders they roofie you and it's funny because because you know you've been roofie because you only have like two drinks and next morning you wake up and you're not even hangover you wake up like nothing happened so that's when you know you got roofie because you're not even hangover not a headache nothing you just wake up out of nowhere people suck man like what is yeah. especially like a bartender like they're not trying not that it's good either way but they're not trying to like take you home you know they're these one and want you to buy buy just want buy. you to keep buying just don't sedate yeah. you to the point where you're just like fuck everything I'm i was just i went to a bar one time and i saw the guy when i ordered a drink he's like i'm just gonna put it on that guy's tab and i'm like no that's not right he's like he's too fucked up he's not gonna he's not even gonna notice oh my I'm god like, yeah i guess there's needs to be some ethics in some of these these bars there's but. shitty people out there yeah Oof. well what what do you want to say how, how often do you drink at bars me yeah uh well, on christmas <laughs> Christ, I'm getting the fifth degree. Um, this is actually this is actually an interview of Ryan Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like wow. Um, no, I, so uh, to be honest, like almost never anymore. But in college, all the fucking time, because I was in college, you know. So what change? Um, a couple things, honestly. Like, for one, like. There's certain alcohol that makes me... It's not even like a hangover type of feeling. It just Mm -hmm. makes me feel gross. Like drinking way too much like dark beer. Because I love dark beer. Mm -hmm. But I learned through like process of elimination and failure that... Like I can't just go to a bar and have like 10 stouts and feel great. Like I feel like sick because it's filling rather than being like alcohol poisoning or whatever. Um, Never really been a hard liquor guy but I will say that is that is the key to getting me drunk because especially like mixed drinks like my my go to if you know everybody's got their go to they go to the bar the first mm-hmm. drink they're gonna order just something easy to drink Crown it, Coke, Crown Coke for Jack you Coke. okay so for me it's like uh, gin and tonic because it's just like Sprite you know you're just yeah. like, and then after like two or three of them I'm like woo yeah so I mean yeah bars it's <laughs> The other thing is, like, you got, especially at a crowded bar, if we're not talking, like, the hipster craft bars, we're talking, like, college bars or whatever, you got to scream the whole time. You can't hear it. Everybody can't hear anybody. You're but, like, hey, you know. But the good thing about college bars is that it's so cheap. It is. Because college kids are always broke. <laughs> yeah, but is it cheap quality alcohol or is it just cheap alcohol? I don't cheap think alcohol? so. Right. I, yeah, it's cheap alcohol. But it depends probably. on... on what you like to drink i'm a bit of a yuppie when it comes to certain things you know yeah. my i go to band practice and all the guys have like 40 cases of natty and, uh, yeah it's so gross yeah it's it's fucking nasty but yeah, um, i actually go to for a vodka and jameson so well okay so like what vodka do you we're, we're making this pole pocket tito's alcohol, i like uh, tito's so and, tito's is fine and you don't Gregus. do like that gas station shit though right no okay the one thing the one drink that is that I love vodka is Bloody Marys. Yeah. Love me some Bloody Marys. Yes, you can. What is that? Is that my... You can have a little bit of that. That's uh, Ian's, <laughs> Ian's over at my mini bar over at my fridge. And he's ready to. He's got my Ron Barcelo. Oh, you probably can say that a lot better I than I can. I this is going to work. Actually... Is that beer? No, he's putting <laughs> he's putting rum in root beer. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't think that's going to go well. You know, I'll let you know. Because I actually, oh, here, here. Do you want to try some? When, 
I think a shot. When I was a teenager, I tried wild turkey in root beer, and it was nasty. Ugh. It was so gross. Ryan, do we have shot glasses? Uh, upstairs, but I can't really like pause. Oh, <laughs> the one thing I never will drink again it's a uh, fireball. Fireball yes. is oh my God, no. gross. My wedding reception, my dad had like I got a, like one of those jumbo bottles of fireball and he w- made it like password protected so if you went to the bar you had to know the password to be able to drink it so I <laughs> knew it obviously and I was I was feeling really good and I'm uh so I'm like Jewish right so we yeah. did uh you know the whole chair thing where they put I don't know if you ever seen that before where they put you up in a chair so they sing like <laughs> Hava Nagila and they and <laughs> How do you say? Hava Nagila. Hava Nagila. It's, I don't even know what the hell it means, <laughs> to be honest. But they put you... It's a tradition. So, like, it's a celebratory thing. They put you in, like, a chair, like like one Ian sitting in right yeah, now. they tie you yeah. up. No, they don't tie you <laughs> up. <laughs> it's not like some BDSM dance here. Oh, no. <laughs> so, but they grab each leg of the chair and yeah. you, you, you get up, like, way up high. I've seen it on TV, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I was fucked <laughs> up when they did that. And I was, I and I don't weigh much, and I felt like I was just gonna fly right off the chair, and that was gonna be the end of it. But that that was some, that was some shit right there for sure. I think we need a shot glass. All right, you want to keep talking while I go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Go All right, ahead. I'm gonna interrogate Rachel. Okay. Yeah, because we're interrogating Ryan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is like, this is turning into the he's the artist of the night. Yeah, we. It's it's been the Ryan Ryan uh, CEO of. I had to look at the wall. <laughs> Liquid Sound Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Three favorite liquors. Like if you were to go to the bar. Jameson. Okay. Jameson. Uh, Tito's. Vodka. And what else? I think that's my two. And beer. Yingling. Yingling beer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Yingling beer is good. Do you like... Um, I'm a big Bud Light fan. But that might be like partly due to I like Post Malone a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I like Bud Light, but you know when I usually drink Bud Lights, it's at concerts because that's the only thing they sell: Bud mm-hmm. Lights and Bud Weisers. But that's they're true. fucking expensive. It's that's like true. thirteen dollars per can. And you can get a Yingling, but the Yinglings are fucking four or five dollars more. I know. And it's like why? And they, you feel so full after drinking them. Right, right, right. And then I, you guys are talking about Fireball. I didn't get to say anything, but. Because I was pouring this homemade. It's actually pretty good. The root beer, the root beer and the rum go together. Nice. But uh, Fireball, dude. Everybody's had a Fireball experience. Story. Yeah. And that is why, like in college, it's like, oh, Fireball shots, Fireball shots. And then it's like, then you have an experience, a life-changing experience. <laughs> and you're like, never fucking again. And now that everybody's going to remember you for Dude, literally, yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, I can't drink vodka because vodka uh, is what I got roofied off of. Oh, no. So it's like ever Red Bull and vodka. And it's, dude, now every time I see Red Bull and vodka or somebody's like, oh, you want some vodka, Ian? I'm like, hell, get that shit away from me. Because like, the only times I've blacked out is that, that time that I was roofied. Wow. Yeah. I black out with... Jameson. Vodka, I can control my drinking. But uh, Jameson, it's good, but I black out. Like, how, how many drinks do you have to be in? A lot. Like, more than... Like, 
my friend and I finished like a one liter bottle oh, between both of us, and like we, it was good. But I guess the last drink like fucked me up. So you're pretty tolerant then. <clears throat> yeah, I am pretty tolerant. Shit, dude, that's crazy. I don't know if I could do that, but I I weigh like. I weigh like 120 pounds, and I'm getting old now. Well, I'm so. kind of thick, so <laughs> I can take a lot. She's just like, I'm <laughs> thick. I'm out here. What's up? Yeah, and I eat, I try to eat a lot before I drink, you know, so it's, my really? stomach is not empty. How? How do you do that? Because no, I, I cannot I do that. I put food in my mouth. <laughs> how do I eat? <laughs> well, no, like, how do you eat? <laughs> you were like, how do you, how do you, like... I could never eat before I drink. How oh, I don't get I never sick? Can. Yeah, not get sick because I don't get sick. Really? Really? They so like you've yeah. never thrown up or anything? Yes, with tequila, Ooh. with tequila and Crown. What is that alcohol? Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Yeah. Oh my God! Especially the apple one. Ugh. Ugh. I love <laughs> I love Crown. And honestly, that's that's what I drink the most. Yeah. But uh, tequila, man. Tequila. Cheap tequila, cause good tequila, it's good. What like you wake up with no hangovers? Have you ever had El Gimador? You know what that is? Mm, I've seen it, but never tried it. What's your What's your favorite tequila? Eighteen hundred Corralejo. One eight hundred, yeah. And Herradura. So, do you think Patron is overrated? It is like if, if whatever you go, there's eighteen. Oh, Patron. Yeah, wherever you go, there's Patron. But yeah, I, I don't mind it. I like it, actually, especially with margaritas. Really? Yeah, like like lime Patron Remember margaritas. Those? But they're just so expensive, and honestly, yeah. I don't know. I think Patron is way overhyped. If yeah. someone was like, I'm buying you Patron margarita, I'd be like, hell yeah. Would I pay for one? No. I'd already have to be wasted, straight <laughs> up. <laughs> have you had uh, Jose Mangan's tequila, Razul? No. No? I heard really good things about it. But, yeah. This, yeah, it's all oh, I got, bro. I don't have shot glasses he, anymore. I used to, and we guess he we He thought we were going to drink champagne. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you drinking a shot? No, this is for her. This is for her. This is for you. I don't want a shot. Oh, you're going to have a shot. <laughs> I have a shot by myself then. Yeah, you can't, you. you know. Uh, show her that bottle, though. Cause I, I, so, I got... This bottle, uh, I've got a couple of them, but this is Ron Barcelo, I think is how you pronounce it. I got it in the Dominican Republic. Nice. And it's like, it was made there, and uh, it's really this freaking we're, this good. This is what we're rum, not my favorite at all. I don't, do you like rum? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. So <laughs> That's fine. Because, um, yeah, no, I, honestly, I'm not a huge rummy, but my wife likes some rum, and it's it, if you're in like the Caribbean where that's like that shit is gold. I mean, you're gonna get it, you know. Yeah. Um. So, you live in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. I've lived all over the place. Like I've lived in Mexico City. Okay. I lived wow. in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. Then Baltimore, Maryland, and then Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Wow. And so like then a Harrisburg, yeah, Pennsylvania for three years. I, you know, I get bored of people. <laughs> you and me both. That might be a lot. That's a lot. It's like a double shot. I don't know. I couldn't. It's, I couldn't yeah, it is. It. <laughs> oh, so I get bored of living in the same place, and as you can tell, I hate staying in a single place for too long. Oh, for sure. I You're always around. on the move all yeah, the time. I'm like I'm a, I'm like a free bird. <laughs> like like a free bird. Um. <laughs> So, where were you born? 
Mexico City. And how long did you live there for? Uh, up till I was 13. Wow. Okay. So that's a, that was a big part of your childhood then. Yeah. Were you a fan? When I was a child, yes. Yeah. But as I grew up, I wasn't anymore. No. Just mm-hmm. not, no, I mean. No, my world. No. <laughs> I mean, it's nice weather. It is nice to visit. And nice to visit. We have beautiful places, but. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So then you came over here to Annapolis? Uh, I moved here right when I was going to start high school. Okay. I went to Annapolis High School. It was a bilingual school. Okay. That's where I learned English. English. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. So that's that's awesome. And do you ever go back to Mexico? I went there. I went there three years ago. Okay. But I was like, hell no. Yeah. It's not. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) I uh, can't speak much about that. I've been to Tijuana and that's barely Mexico, you know, so. Yeah, uh, I mainly don't go back anymore because my family, it's mostly here. Okay. And the only person that I had back there was like my grandmother, but she passed away because okay. of cancer. So okay. there's no point in me going back there. Sure. And like, I made a new life here. Plus, you, it's still always going to be like a part of your identity, right? Yeah. You know, so that's that's cool. And it's it kind of sets you apart, especially... I mean, I, I the metal community, the rock community is kind of diverse, but I think it could use like... Salute. Salute. Oh, there they go with the with the boozing. Um Oh, he freaking chugged it. <laughs> He's caught. <laughs> Remember my first rum? I like to take it easy. Do you like it? <laughs> it is pretty nice actually. It's like yeah. very smooth. Yes. You know, like a peachy flavor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not like doing a shot of tequila. It's totally different. <laughs> well, sure. That's that must be the that's, that's American, man. Yeah. Capital M. <laughs> you know, I've been drinking white claws. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to get shit for it. Basic. But uh, they're actually pretty nice. Well, yeah, because they don't taste like alcohol. I know. You feel the buzz like after like six of them. Yeah. Well, for me, after like three of them because I'm a lightweight. But uh, <laughs> you need to chase that? Um. Uh. The only thing I'd be chasing is checks. Uh, 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 clout chaser. Um, so, um, all right. So you, how did you end up, and this is actually a question with uh, ulterior motive because I have a daughter now and she's only nine months old, but I would love to get her into rock and metal as, as quick as possible. So how did you get into it? You know, my grandparents, my grandfather yeah my grandfather was a biker so yeah so he was a biker and he will play all kind of classic rock like um credence hell yeah uh pink floyd okay jimmy hendrix um and all that kind of stuff so i grew up with it when i was like a baby Mm -hmm. and then my mom was a metalhead she's a metalhead she used to listen to like rock and metal in spanish Mm. And then she will listen to Ramstein, wow. Disturb, Metallica, That's Slayer. Dope. That's awesome. So okay, I guess the key is just have cool parents. So yeah, you my gotta... wife, my daughter screwed then because I'm not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you're cool, man. We love we love you, man. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta play her music, like yeah. you know when you... Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bad Bunny. Yeah. You know Bad Bunny. She's I don't a... know who Bad Bunny. You know oh my that... God. I hate him. Who's the Who's the dude that um shit? Cartel de Santa. How do you say that? You know? Cartel de Santa. Yeah, I love I mean, him, man. They're actually pretty nice. <laughs> All right, so 
we're if we're gonna talk about uh, reggaeton and things. Oh like my that, god! No, 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 no reggaeton. No, what that is not reggaeton. It? It's like they're yeah, like Mexican hip hop. Okay. Uh, LA rappers. Do you know Don Omar? I don't like him. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I love Don Omar. That's, like, that's, that's like reggaeton. That's that's like saying, "Hey, do you know who Michael Jackson is?" <laughs> if you were talking to a, a Spanish, Mex, well, you know, whatever. Okay, uh, Almighty. Who? Almighty. I don't know oh, who that is. I'll have to play this. This is some, <laughs> this is some dope stuff. I think Ian will like it real quick. No. Like, well, I remember one time I was at the bar, and you know how some bars have jukebox? Mm-hmm. So um, I always play the music from my phone, so nobody knows that I played it. So uh, <laughs> there was like a bunch of metal songs playing, Parkway Drive, Whitechapel, hey, and Slayer. Drive, yeah. Man. And some guy was like, who played this music? <laughs> and I was like, "It's it was me. He's like, I was expecting you to play some Pitbull or Jennifer oh Lopez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So this this right here, and I, you probably won't be able to hear it on the podcast. But Just the beginning already, what, you already threw it me out? off. It's bad. <laughs> it is oh, bad. bad. This is my stuff, that's man. That's so <laughs> bad. Y'all are haters. No wonder why he gets drunk on champagne. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to listen to Cartel de Santa. Yeah. Oh, uh, I always pronounce this wrong, but you know Weissen and Yondel? Weissen and Yondel. Yeah. More trash. More trash. <laughs> Yikes. Alexis <laughs> Yifido. Ye- wow. Thrash. You're killing me. I Octane. Nope. Huh? I Octane. I don't know who's that. Uh, it's, it's just traditional reggae. Uh, I don't. Know, I have a whole playlist of just like I like, can tell. Reggae I'm pretty oh, sure. Man, I'm pretty sure shit. he has like nickel bag on between. Oh that. no! Don't say that. Yeah, if he don't plays, say if he plays that. those musicians, That's not true, dog. <laughs> so speaking of musical taste, <laughs> your your spectrum. Speaking of shitty musical taste. Uh, shitty musical <laughs> taste. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the roast, Brian Katz. I'm your host, Brian Katz. Um, <laughs> roast master of my own roast. Um, you seem like you're kind of across the board as far as like you like everything from hard rock to like super heavy like yes, metalcore, deathcore stuff, which yeah, is dope. Unpredictable. Because I cannot go from listening to CCR on a day drinking with friends mm. to like deathcore. Yeah, which know. is cool because I feel like there's a lot of one dimensional listeners yeah. fans in in the industry so it's nice to see someone who can kind of like switch yeah yeah and not be like i only listen to infant annihilator yeah and i'm very diverse like i like anything as long as it's good mm-hmm. yeah so what's what constitutes it as good like what is something you look for when you hear because you hear a lot of new bands because that's part yeah. of what you do so when you hear a new band what do you what are you listening for first um, I like when a song, when it comes to deathcore and heavy music, mm-hmm. I look for the breakdowns. Sure. And like, who doesn't? I also <laughs> like a song where not the whole song is like earth screaming. I like some screaming, but then like some Cleans. parts of the music with like clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's you know that's and seems li- to be kind of a trend. Lately. And the lyrics come after because sometimes I have to like you know translate them. Sure. <laughs> Sure, sure. Because my English wasn't my first language, right? So I still have to look for it. Uh, are you a fan of Dino Cesares? Fear, Fear Factory. I like Fear Factory. Okay. And uh, uh, what else was he in? Oh fuck! I think he was in Cold Chamber too. I like Cold Chamber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're kind of like my reference point. The singer of Cold Chamber is the same one as Devil Driver, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Great music. I love those guys. Yes. For sure. I I've remember actually, when Devil Driver went on tour, he did play a few cool Chamber songs. Yeah. It was awesome. That's dope. So I've never seen either of those bands live. I'd love to. And that's, that's honestly crazy. a few that I've never seen. And they're one of them. He saw Wisin in Chandel, but he didn't see <laughs> Devil Driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got me. Um, but it's actually cool, Ian. The drummer for Devil Driver is actually the drummer from Chimera. That so, I didn't know. There you go. Yeah, so we had uh, Mark Hunter from Chimera on the podcast last year. Nice. Uh, they're from Cleveland, so pretty cool. Um, when you, like, okay, so I've seen you were just in St. Louis. You've mm-hmm. you been in Columbus. I don't know what you, you when you set out on the road, you just kind of, like, go? Like, do you have a you plan? Know, I, no, I did, actually I didn't have a plan. When the whole lockdown was going on, mm-hmm. I knew that Maryland was going to go under lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to stay home, stuck at home. Right. So it was like, they at first they said that they were going to open the state on May 1st. Okay, right. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to go to Pennsylvania to see my old friends mm-hmm. and Virginia. And then I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. And then it lasted longer. So I came back home. I pack a suitcase and I just left. And, and it, like you just, Nowhere. just take the highway or wherever it takes you is where you land. Off. Do you have like so many friends many places that you can stay at people's yes, houses or you get I hotels do. like sometimes i get hotels mm-hmm. but sometimes i stay with friends that's cool that's awesome that you have that like kind of network where you can yeah thanks you know. to the music festivals yeah. i met so many people at music festivals how many like on a normal year not a coronavirus <laughs> year how many do you go how many like not shows because it's different it's easier to go to a bunch of shows but how many festivals do you end up going to may one two three four four festivals in may wow yeah, I'm jealous. <clears throat> I go to Welcome to Rockville, Sonic Temple Festival, yeah. Epicenter, um, Rock USA, Aftershock, uh, Blue Ridge Rock Festival, Metal in the Mountains, <sighs> Maryland Death Festival. I've always wanted to go to there, and I've yeah. never gone to Maryland Death Festival. It was supposed to be this weekend, actually. It's oh, supposed no. to be happening right now. Oh. So I go to, oh, Louder so. Than Life. Yep. I go there, too. I go to every single festival. You name them all, I go to every single so, one. So, especially with, like, Danny Wimmer shows, which is half of those. As you, long as it's not the same weekend. Right. You, uh, you're going to see a lot of the same bands twice, right? <clears throat> more than two. More than more, twice. More than twice. So, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but, like... At the same time, it can get a little monotonous as far as... Yeah, it's experience. It's like one festival I won't drink, like you said. Right. I go for the music. You know what? That's a good point. She can do different, like, experiences, the same bands, but experience them differently. I have the sober sober experience, and I have the fucked up experience. Yeah, that's that's you. You you should try, um, I don't know if you'd ever be into it, but you should try, like, the dubstep festivals and stuff. It's kind of like... Ryan's gonna look at me weird. I'm waiting for this look. <laughs> What's the look? Like like electronic music, like dubstep. That's my specialty. Yeah. Um, I do know a lot about the old metal. Yeah, I would say specialty. Like raves. Yeah, like raves. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to go to one. Never been at one. Hey, never. you know what? I know where they're always happening. That's my forte. Um, but um, it's it's. Like dubstep in particular reminds me of like metalcore and stuff because they do like a lot of like halftime breakdowns and stuff. And that's kind of what the genre revolves around. A lot of the people that are into metal, like me, like metalcore specifically, Mm -hmm. are into that genre. And they have a really big metal festival right here in Ohio. What's the name of it? Lost Lands. 
Never heard of it. EDM, sorry. They have a really big EDM rave festival here, Lost Lands. Um, it's really cool. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. Yeah. You totally forgot. How I even met him is because we both were, he still is, but we both were. Uh, He's a DJ still. He made a comeback. No, I didn't really? make any kind of comeback. But I used to spin raves just yeah. like him. And actually, I would do at least a majority of my shows in Pittsburgh. They have one of the best rave scenes in the Midwest. So mm-hmm. if you do want to go at some point to a rave, let me know. I'll point you in the right direction because definitely. There, there's definitely some good ones there. 2021. 2021, exactly, right. Um, although I would say out of all the genres that would do things illegally, I think that EDM would be number one because that's, that's what they used to do. Um, Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> So no, they're they're fun. Um, it's just it's a much different experience. And the I one bet. thing I like about and it's not to say that metal's not like this, but the one thing I really like about raves and in EDM shows and things is the diversity is massive. Number one and number mm-hmm. two, people just don't judge at all. There's zero judgment. Like number one, there's always going to be a person that's a worse dancer than you. You could be the worst dancer, and there will but be somebody that's worse. worse. It's like. It's like clockwork. So like you feel like comfortable because everybody's kind of just different in their own person. And there is it it goes sometimes it goes a little too far for me. There's like some of that hippie culture you get. Mm -hmm. There's a thing called plur, which is peace, love, unity and respect. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of the mantra of the scene. And some people take it too far. And some people trade. And this is listen, people can do whatever they want. But some people trade candy. And that's K-A-N-D-I. And that's like neon bracelets. And like, man, that, I yeah. want to trade my candy with yours. We're best buds forever. Bless no way. Dogs. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and talk about, okay, so like the one thing I really enjoy about being back in the metal scene, because I was in, the, in, a, in a band way before I got into DJing, and then I went DJing and then went back, Yeah. is in less the drugs. rock and metal scene, there, well, it's not even, I wouldn't say less drugs. There's so much weed at shows, yeah. but it's less hard drugs. Mm-hmm. EDM I've seen you know all kinds of really nasty shit so I know. it's it's a nice refreshing thing to not see dudes uh, like oh, oh, I got a comment on that. oh go ahead go ahead listen man I've seen more judgmental motherfuckers and people on hard ass drugs in the metal scene lately especially yes has as opposed to the rave scene honestly I'm pretty sure there's like a little bit of everything Huh. I must miss that. I don't know. I a lot of shows I would end up DJing at. You know, I, I DJed a, a festival in West Virginia, and I got there, and a dude was overdosing under a picnic table, and the ambulance had to come, and that was like normal. So you know, I don't know. It's not. I'm not trying to say that every show is that I mean, way. But you're talking about huge festivals yeah. compared to a small you're right. metal show. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and maybe my sense of norm normal. How do you, goddamn it? Because <laughs> yeah, if you go to a metal festival, like a whole, like outdoor festival, huge yeah. festival, like most people are smoking weed, for sure, doing coke, yeah. And who knows? I don't see a lot of blowage. Who knows what I else? Guess I'm, I'm not looking. I guess I got to be looking. <laughs> oh, I. If you're looking, you'll see it. <laughs> yes. If you're yes. looking, you'll find them. Interesting. Interesting. Everywhere, man. It's it's like it's like clockwork, dude. That's a, that's the thing that does. You know, main. you know what's funny? Um, 
I must look like a drug dealer. <laughs> I don't know. Because every time I go to a show or a festival, people hit you some up. Some people come to me and they're oh, like, hey, man. you got Coke? You know I'm like, is? do I look like a fucking. <laughs> Tattoos. Honestly. No, because I'm Latina. Maybe they think I work no, with no, the no. cartel. People <laughs> come up to me and they're like, honestly, to swear to God, when you have tattoos, people automatically think you're yeah. a fucking drug dealer. They're like, hey, you got Coke? You know, we're going to get pot. Oh and I'm like, no, sir. That's crazy. Uh, so, so you were a fan, and then you decided you wanted to be more than a fan and do like a, start a company or start start a radio pro. Like what 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 was first? You know, I never planned on it. Okay. Like I've always been a fan of music. Mm-hmm. When I was in school, I met one of my best friends. He took me to my first <clears throat> metal concert. I remember it was Dying Fetus. Hell yeah. Hate Breathe with uh, In Flames. Wow. And. I forgot who else, but um, yeah, when he took me to that show, when I was in there, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking awesome. That's a good first show. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and the one thing about being on the East Coast is you guys get most of everything. Every single door. And I was like 18. I was still like illegally to illegal to be drinking. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't drink legally. Sure. So it was awesome. So I started going to shows more often, often. Mm-hmm. Started meeting more people. They will got they got me into like deathcore, and I got to like meet. They introduced me to more bands. Yeah. So I started going to shows more often, jumping from one city to the other for another show, and that's how I got connections. Mm-hmm. So and then I started going to music festivals and that's where i met the owner of rock rage radio okay john and then one day he messaged me he offered me the radio show wow and i was like are you sure you want me to host the radio show it's <laughs> like he was like sure why not and i was like um have you listened to my accent oh my gosh no <laughs> he's I, like, that's what i'm looking for so i yeah, was like absolutely. sure i'll give it a try and i got into it so after that Rock Rage Radio opened like a lot of doors for me. Mm-hmm. Started doing photography. I met more people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's then awesome. Then I decided to book shows to support local bands. You just seem like, even from a distance, just from following you on Facebook and stuff, you just seem like somebody who's in, who's soaking in all of what life has to offer. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's like pretty I'm dope. A, I'm all about fun. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And I can live vicariously. Especially like right now... <clears throat> And I'm having a hard time with this, and I'm sure you're having an even harder time because you go to more shows than I do. <laughs> Tell me is about like, it. What What are we doing to fill that void? You know, it, it's I watch the live streaming stuff on TV and all that, and it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's it's not it's not the same. It's not the same, yeah. especially with your friends. Yeah, you miss enjoying a live show with your friends. And there's something, to, at least for me, about one just feeling feeling <laughs> the the noise in your body. Yeah. You know, just because how loud everything is. And then just wa- watching people having the time of their life, whether it's watching this insane mosh pit, the walls of death, the crowd yes. surfing, all that stuff. It's, it's, it, you can't do that in your living room. You know, I mean, I guess you can. Wow. You look like a fool, but you know, um, you take some drugs and you'll be there. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. And the fact that it's <clears throat> still gonna be months, it's like I know at least, at least till September. Right. Yeah, I think I think right now um the underground is really going to start popping off. Yes, because it's a smaller amount of people and it's going to be more right. possibilities to have a small show right. than a whole venue full of people. 
Like, I know a lot of people with, like, you know, like, gatherings of their friends and, like, uh, bands and stuff. Even, like, a famous level where you, like, you could ask the person or whatever and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll come over, we'll DJ, you know, just just to get out of the house. Yeah. And it's, um, I don't know, it's interesting because Ryan and I, we had a podcast with Chris Bianchi of Legend Recordings. And I was talking about how the future is probably going to be, like, virtual and people are going to do live streaming and shit, you know, whatever. And then the COVID thing happened. And now we're seeing actually what I was talking about. And it isn't really living up to the hype of the conversation that I, at least in my head, had. Because it's, I think people has a whole or, you know, um, inside, right? have a need to physically socialize. We're social people. It's a yeah. Thing, you know. Yeah, with other people. And you can't do that, no matter what, virtually. Um, it's not real. True. So, like, right now, we're seeing kind of a, um, like, an experiment where people are having... Now the underground's really starting to pop because all this stuff's starting to show up where how real is this, da-da-da-da-da. You know, I'm not going to get into politics, but... Um, People are doing things and hosting things to feel that need again. Yeah. You know? Basement shows. Basement shows, house shows, garage shows. Yeah. You name it. And it's it's really kind of interesting. And I think that now, especially for local bands and local artists, it is a great time. Mm-hmm. Because even beyond the shows, local artists don't have to work as much right they don't have to hustle as much they can focus on making music and doing the grind and then be prepared for when everything opens back up and then be like here's some shit it's fucking great we've had all this time to work on it during this lockdown you know Mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting i think there's going to be a definite shift in how things are done i think there's going to be a definite shift in festivals and big shows that people don't really haven't really thought about you know yeah, I, I, uh, it, it, it's, it's gonna be eye opening as far as first of all, I, I, there's so much contradiction going on within, at least, I don't, I can only speak for Ohio, but like for example, you can only have ten people over to your house, yeah, but they just made legal a three hundred person banquet gathering. So how does that make any sense, right? Three hundred. So yeah, three hundred people. So I'm like, okay, good. Maybe that means 300 people can be at a venue. Nope. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm not really understanding these false equivalencies that, that we're getting. And I, I, I like what our governor's done this whole time. He's done a great job from being one of the first to take the drastic me- measures of closing to now being one of the first to opening things back up because I think it was appropriate time for everything. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking. It's just... again in that article I read from Metal Injection it was um, AEG Live Nation a bunch of different companies were coming out with statements like the the shows when they get back to an official level you're going to have temperature checks for everybody that walks in the door and then hop this limit yep they're going to have limited capacities they're going to have Purell stations everywhere it's it's just just totally different right they also talk about multiple shows a day yes I read that too what do you mean by that so, like the band, let's say the band is gonna play multiple shows the same day on the same venue. So there's like twenty people walk in, and then they finish a show, and another people walk in to see the same show, and yeah. 
And you might have banned residencies. So like some states are going to have restrictions lessened more than others. So there might be only like five or six states at first that bands can tour in. So you might have a band go play five shows in one state, five shows in another. Because you usually tours around 30 shows. So it it could be very similar to something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like... a, a weird cross reference, but it's kind of like like how DJs they have residencies at clubs. Mm-hmm. So like bands are basically gonna have residencies at venues. <laughs> Fuck off, man! You know your English might be better than mine, but listen, man, it's it's all these years Re- of like, it's all these right up whatever, man. Residencies? Is there Latin C at the residencies? Let 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 Latin C. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. You know what? Uh, just, he always got to make fun of me, man. <laughs> hey, oh, come on, man. This Half of this episode has been trashing my ass, so <laughs> right. I got to give it back to you. No, that's it's cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, eventually it's going to get back to what it was. Eventually. It's going to take like a, a while. Or two. It will. Like, I don't want to sit here and say shows will never be the same. Because they will. They will. They will. Because we never listen, so. Yeah, I mean, listen, They're gonna in put- 1918, when the, the the Spanish flu had the horrible pandemic that was yeah. way worse than the coronavirus has been so far, they had sports back then. It's not like they don't have sports now, or it's not like we can't sit next to each other now. It will get back to it. It will yeah. take some time, but it will get back to it. So I think we have that to look forward to. And the the the, the one thing that really irked me was I think it was like last week or two weeks ago where they said, "Oh, no more mosh pits." Good fucking luck. There's a lot of venues with signs yeah. that already said that no mosh pits, no crowd surfing, and look at the venues. Yeah. Everybody's like fucking everything up. You're gonna have to throw out a bunch of angry people <clears throat> if you want to really enforce yeah. that. It's just not gonna happen. So. I wouldn't, if you're listening and that's what you're into, which I love, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be so down about it because I, I think that's, that's going to yeah. come back. I was very disappointed because like, I love to go mushing. Yeah. But absolutely. it's going to happen. It will. It will. Um, so as a podcast for us, we're, we're trying very hard to come up with new content right now because yeah. it's just so hard. So for, for yourself, what are you doing with your companies and your and your radio shows and all like are you still able to keep busy and, and keep fresh entertaining content like i mean mostly on my radio show i try to promote uh local bands mm-hmm. and uh before i used to promote shows but we don't have shows anymore so right. i focus on promoting uh local bands and promoting cool. their new music coming out i talk about uh, you know, new albums, new s- singles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the same thing on the radio. Okay. I use my talk show, play music, entertain people. Right. But the one that the one thing that did affect me, it's not being able to book shows. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I was trying to build my way up there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking coronavirus like said, it'll get took back, me down. But, you know, it is, is disappointing, especially the timing of it. The fact yeah. that you were ready to go and then... Mm-hmm. Same with photographing. Actually, I was here last year. Remember, you couldn't come out. I went to shoot you went, her. You, so she saw my band. Yeah, and, and I was in there. North Carolina. We had a fill-in for for me. Audience of the rain. The, fuck you, yeah. audience of rain. <laughs> uh, he, he was saying that last episode, and I was ready to. Uh. <laughs> um, no, audience of rain, and uh, no, Paul Fester <laughs> filled in for me on guitar. I was visiting my mom. Lives in North Carolina, so I was over there. Um, 
And then we had a show to play yeah. March 21st, and we practiced for like four or five weeks straight. Just and it got canceled. It got canceled. And it got rescheduled for July, but I don't uh, see that happening Not going to happen. So... And then I was back here. Last time I was here was for another show at the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. I got to see Unearth and War. And Guar. Yeah. 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 I heard good things about that show. It was a good show. I haven't seen Unearth since Warp Tour 2018. I love them a lot. It's a sick yeah. show. Do you guys, uh, I'm just going to put this on the record. Does any of your band listen to this podcast? Maybe. Uh, Alex, my drummer, is. he's like, he hates podcasts. Cody does sometimes. But I could tell him if you're going to say some stupid shit. Well, Cody and, <laughs> Cody and I are actually friends because <laughs> we had a conversation and he was on sitting on the shitter. Yeah, I remember <laughs> at the show we were playing. We had our CD release party and everybody was so fucked up. I guess the, that night the bartender was like, <clears throat> not roofing people obviously, but was like pouring three-fourths oh, yeah. of alcohol in, in each drink. That's good. Yeah, I had a buddy, uh, <laughs> I had a couple of friends come and they ended up getting real sick and not... Yeah. Not a- any, anyway, before you try to take um, what yeah, I was trying ahead. to say, <laughs> Co- Cody and I were having a conversation in the bathroom. Mm. This is unrelevant, but him and I are really good friends. Unrelevant? Unrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fine. You know what? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I deserve this. Anyway, <laughs> I am I might be having a birthday party uh, in a couple weeks here. If your band wants to come out and play like in the boonies in a yeah, garage. Absolutely. Really? We'll play, we'll play oh, anything. Right you sign them up. Dude, we'll, I, we'll, honestly, just the fact that we want to mm, get out, you know, I'll fucking play. I'll, I'll pay you in beer. They'll love that. I mean, I'll, it depends on the beer for me, but they'll love that. Well, you know, I got Bud no, Light on deck. He, he wants like, champagne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moe and Chandon or Bust. Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, yeah, Rachel, if you want to come to my house party birthday, um, Audience of the Rain is going to no, be... Rachel. Fuck you. We're not playing if you call us I... that. We're in the boonies. I'll definitely come this, over. Discreet... I'll take pictures. Okay. Yeah, she'll, she'll take pictures. And of Audience of the Rain. I'm going to have a couple really famous DJs, and we're going to turn the garage into like a rave. There's going to be lasers and shit. And um, it's like Mike Cohen's territory, well, like his Halloween well, shows. Rachel's gonna have her first rave in the boonies. She just doesn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cover your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we on that conversation? Because I don't just, know, man. I had a, I just couldn't stop thinking about. I, you were talking. Yeah, you and Cody no, talking. You, about, you said that <laughs> your band never gets to play out, and I was like. And you hey, were practicing well, for the we never show. Play out. We were. It's more just like, especially, and I don't know how it is in Baltimore or anywhere on the East Coast, but Cleveland right now for the underground talent for bands. Yeah, there's one. There's one company that runs all the shows for for like. I'm not talking about like big shows. I'm talking about like you like mean booking stuff. agents. Yeah. Oh my god! In Baltimore, there is a lot. Good. A lot. Because it gives bands a lot of options. You know. And I know I understand Baltimore is bigger than Cleveland, but yeah. um, we have w- literally one company that runs everything. So if you if you don't do well with that company, forget it. You're not going to play for a while. What he's mm-hmm. saying is you need to get in the business because there's that's a market. What that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go somewhere where there's like no metal shows, so I can <clears throat> start metal shows building my show. It's like don't Buffalo, New York. I think in Buffalo, New York, there's only one, wow. and he doesn't bring like a lot of the tours. Yeah. Yes. Same in Nashville, it's only like big tours, but nobody focuses on the small. That makes you sense. Know? 
Yeah, it's the small things. We have all the big stuff. It's the small shows that are so limited yeah. because, again, there's just one company doing it. And they bring they bring the shows. There's plenty of them, but it's always... And sometimes not all of them because, you know, sometimes like the tours skip cities. Yes, we get that. So we always, it's either Cleveland or Columbus. It'll flip-flop. On the leg yeah. because you're it's only gonna hit Columbus. you're only gonna hit one of them. Columbus, I don't think so. the express no. stage. Yeah, it's a good one. Because, yeah, because because everybody that comes to Columbus will either choose to play in Cleveland or not, but they always play in Columbus, and that's because of well, at least in like the rave scene, sure. my best friend's party, Cumulus, has kind of died. So it's that it's like what you're talking about, where it's like a one party thing, yeah, and only one party does it, and if they decide that they're going to be lazy and not do anything, everything suffers. Yeah, exactly. So um, I will say a fun fact for you. Cleveland is number one in metal bands per capita in the entire country. Really? Yeah, and I'm going to pull up this article because uh, I was just hmm. as surprised to see that. There you go. There's a market right there. Um, so let me do this because I think it was Metal Injection. Um, you know, I personally like more Columbus Say that again. I personally like to go more to Columbus. You like Columbus more? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, I like it. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot easier to travel 30 minutes down the road than two hours. <laughs> uh, top 10 most metal cities per capita in the U.S. And Los Angeles is Cleveland first. is number one. No way. 837 bands. Portland is two. With 618, so that's a big gap. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's three. Yeah, but Rochester, New York is four. Uh, Richmond, Virginia is five. Salt Lake City, Utah is six. Tampa, Florida is seven. Seattle, Washington is eight. Uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota is nine. And Lansing, Michigan <laughs> is ten. So. Lansing, really? What is yeah. Los Angeles? Uh, some uh, California. Says Boston's thirteen. New Orleans is thirty-five. Philly is fifty-one. Philly. New York City is eighty. Anchorage, Alaska is ninety-eight. Wow. And nowhere on the entire list of the top one hundred is New Jersey. No, it I, there might be. LA. LA ain't even fucking on there. Well, here wow. let's read the whole article. But um, yeah, that's that. Man, that's nuts. Cleveland number one. I mean, we got the Rock Hall of Fame, you know, so it's it's dope. But <laughs> rock Hall of Fame. That's rock, no metal. <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet. I think there will be, honestly. All right. So I'm looking on this list here for Los Angeles is 24. On the list. 24. 24. So it's pretty down there. And this is an article, by the way, from Vice, and they're pretty good at what they do. So uh, hmm. that's dope. Um when you were doing, when you started the radio, because like you said, you were kind of like, I don't want to say you're blindsided by it, but like you were offered it and you were like not expecting that. I didn't think I was going to last for more than a month, so, to be honest. And that's the one thing that I've, w when I started the podcast, I hated my voice. And now I've gotten Me accustomed too. to it. Because you talk so much and you hear, do you ever I listen know. back to your shows to like hear? I listen to them and I, I don't listen to them anymore because I don't like the way my voice sounds. That's me. So I understand, and I, I kind of am that way, but I still listen to every episode because I want to know what am I doing wrong, what can mm -hmm. I improve on, and like as far as even just being closer to the mic or being louder, softer, the mix. You know, I always do those things just because I'm trying to like Get make better. it the best. Ex yeah, and make it the best experience for, for the listeners. You know, so and that's why I get so upset with. Um, 
doing like re- when we did like remote interviews at, at shows, we used to have a terrible setup. We would just mm-hmm. have like a handheld recorder. And now we use these microphones and it's yeah. so much better. We've only gotten to do that once. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a learning process and you try to continue to to get better and better at it, you know. And I went to school uh, for journalism for two years before I switched my major. Um, but I've always enjoyed that kind of thing. I just never knew if I was charismatic enough to be like a radio podcast kind of person. But I don't know. That's not really for me to decide. It, uh, the numbers look good. So I guess we're doing something right. But I don't know. You know, I listen to like, uh, I don't know if you listen to other podcasts, but I listen to like Joe Rogan's and Jamie Josta's got a really dope podcast. And, I don't listen to any podcast uh, unless I'm in it. <laughs> So, okay, what do you listen to on the road that you're like... That you I listen to music. I the whole sometimes time? Sometimes when I'm... Uh, yeah. Really? When, when I, like, for example, when I'm driving from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m., I listen to my show. Okay. But when I'm not, I listen to my Spotify, you know, playlists. I can only do that so long. I don't know. I, I really have to, like, be following. Because even when I used to DJ and, like, I would come home at, like, 5 a.m. Yeah. And I'd be, like slapping myself because i'm like fading you know fading in and out of of (laughs) falling asleep and i would have to listen to something that kept a dialogue whether it was a podcast or like serious xm comedy where i would just Mm -hmm. listen to stand-up comedy and keep me awake so i don't know music music i love listening to music in the car but not for long durations yeah why are you looking at me like that this is crazy to me do you do you only listen to rock and metal no, I listen to some other kind of like other type of music. Like I li- most of the time I listen to rock and metal, but you know, I got my times, my moments when I listen to like Latin pop or um, you know. What are some of your favorite Latin pop and Latin hip hop artists? Cuz that's like a big like <clears throat> Latin music right now at least anyway is really big in a pop and hip hop. Yeah. So. I only listen to a very few artists on and like latin pop i don't really listen to um hip-hop in spanish mm-hmm. i used to like the one you said cartel that, de santa yeah, i love cartel i used to listen to yeah. it but then i stop yeah i only focus like on like metal or rock latin pop or like some techno you like techno yeah like uh well i don't know if you classify it as techno like um well like, no the no, normal stuff was... you hear on the radio like, oh, uh, like, like uh, what, like, um, I don't know. Do you know any artists? Like Dead Mouse? Is that how hey, you call Hey, <laughs> I wore my Dead Mouse shirt yesterday, yeah. actually, yeah. I like them. What's, uh, what's the, um, I forgot the name of the artist. The one that sings, one more time. Oh, Daft Punk. Yes, them. Yeah, I Daft Punk gets them. me, uh, you know, but, um, Benny Benassi, and do you I know I like who- Alex Gaudino, and I okay. like another, he's a DJ, I forgot the name of him as well. Aoki? No. No. Benny Benassi. I. That's one. Where he does that That's song. another one. I. What is it? Satisfaction. I can't. Satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Hey. Avicii. Avicii's a. That's I. I. I don't know if that's that sounds a little bit like more pop to Avicii me. Avicii is very pop. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not honestly. Oh, I'm gonna catch some flack for this. I've already <laughs> caught a. I've already caught a lot of flack for this episode, but Avicii, I'm honestly not a fan. I respect what he did, I you know, for the music, whatever. But, um, 
Yeah, man. Like I, I don't like poppy shit. I just don't. Nothing mm-hmm. pop, no matter what. If it's Latin, if it's um, EDM, if it's American pop, even yeah. like, I like some Japanese pop, but to a very, very certain degree. Yeah. I don't know. Skrillex. Huh? Skrillex. Do you know Skrillex? No. No. Ooh. Oh, okay. Skrillex is kind of like the. Uh, I don't even know he's who I. He's, he's the, the OG. He's dubstep. the Metallica of dubstep. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> no, don't do that. I don't like Metallica. Though. No, but they're the OG. Yeah, Metallica. So, you know. No, I also my number. My number. I really don't fucking like Queen. I hate Queen. That's weird, isn't that That's weird? That's a classic. Yeah. I love the movie. I don't think. Oh, that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know anybody else that exists <clears throat> except for him that doesn't like Queen. Wow! Right, it's like they play it at every single time when they're gonna switch bands. They play that song. Yeah, I cannot do. pronounce the name of the song. The Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. yes, yes. Okay, here's one that I don't like that everybody else likes. I don't like Michael Jackson. Do you like Michael Jackson? I like one or two songs. I'm that way. I like. Uh, uh, I think uh, Beat It's the one that's good. I like the song that goes like, "Do you remember the time?" We fell in love. Oh, What's I the name of that, that song? One. I don't know that one. Um, who else is is really popular that I'm not a huge fan? I'm not a big Madonna fan. No, I like the old songs of Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I, the old stuff of Britney. I don't like the new stuff. Yeah, I don't like hair metal. You know, like like Scorpions and like uh, who's it? I wouldn't say Motley Crue's hair metal. They're kind of hair metal, but. Like, even Guns N' Roses, I'm not a huge fan of Guns no. N' Roses. You've probably seen them, right? I've seen them once in D.C. How was that? It was a great show. Yeah? Because Axel's hit or miss. They were great life. They were awesome. That's good. Because I've heard some iffy things about... Speaking of iffy, Puddle of Mud. I'm not a big fan of them. And I saw them one time live at yeah. a festival, but it was raining so hard. It was actually Blue Ridge Rock Festival Okay. where I saw them. Yeah. But... um. No, I couldn't get into them. Did you hear? Did you hear that performance? And I'm going to use that term lightly. <laughs> they did on the Sirius Radio. No, I didn't. You didn't hear that? No. He did. Uh, it was a Nirvana song that he covered, and it was as bad as I've ever heard. I think he did it at the festival as well. Ooh, it was brutal, like ear piercing. Did you hear that, Ian? I heard you say that. Um, What'd you say about... Puddle of Mud? No, you said something about Madonna. Madonna, You said yeah. you didn't like Madonna. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you like Madonna? You Madonna... Oh, he likes... He likes, he likes Madonna, like, like a virgin. Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just got their man card uh, re- revoked. Man. My man card is nothing to do with my sensitivity, <laughs> and I am in tune with the culture, all right? You know what, though? Who's a fucking great pop artist? You'll probably agree with me, because Ryan... He doesn't understand this. He likes Winston and Jandel. No. <laughs> Prince, man. I, love I Prince. fucking mm-hmm. love Prince. Period. I love Prince. Prince is great. He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini. Are you into the horoscope thing? Um, I just love being a Leo. Hey! <laughs> hey, my daughter's a Leo, so that's Yeah, that's I cool. love being a Leo. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius, whatever I, that means. I knew she was going to fucking say that, man. How? I just... I just can tell, no, dude. He's lying <laughs> out of his teeth. I did not. Because he's like a virgin. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Every... Favorite episode. Every, um... 
I don't want to like cultural appropriate. Would a proper word be Mexican, Latino, Spanish? How would you put that? Uh, for me, Mexican, because I'm Mexican. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, okay. I have quite a lot of Mexican friends, mm-hmm. and they are all really big in a like, um, like the like the rocks and uh, like horoscopes and shit and like yeah. conspiracy stuff. They they love it. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like that shit too? I do believe in like you know like you said rocks, the meaning of rocks, the meaning mm. of colors. I also, <laughs> I was also my grandmother used to believe in like elves, elves, and like, elves? like and I, elves? yeah, oh, like I even I even have a collection of real life elves. They're like you know, yeah. fifteen inches and they're like wow. real. They're like dolls, but they look like elves. That's dope. And each elf has like a little rock. Mm-hmm. And he, the rock, it like people believe that the elves catch the bad energy and they yeah. stay on the rocks. So nobody else can touch the rocks, only you. Because if somebody else touches the rock, the bad energy goes to them. That That's literally like a mexican thing and it no but yes it's a, it's a it's seriously true because like everybody like all my mexican friends or grandmas especially because they're yeah. about your age yeah um and and they're they all say the same exact thing and they're yeah, all have- very like um actually how i know these guys they used to live down the street from me and they work at the mexican mm-hmm. restaurant um like in my town in my city it's only about like 10 minutes away mm-hmm. but um so I've known them for a really, really long time. Yeah. And they all carry like rocks in their pockets. The one guy, uh, his name's Raul, and he makes like jewelry and stuff nice. with the rocks. And he's very like about um, horoscopes and very about the rocks. And all of them are like, they carry them for good luck and stuff. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a culture thing. Americans, they don't do that. They have the psychic people that read your hand and the, you know, the cards. Not even, not even that. Because my mom, my mother, she does like tarot card readings, and um, around here it's like considered. Do you know like what witchcraft is and you yes. know, all that? Yeah. So like she's like would probably be considered that into that. Yeah. Which is highly frowned upon. My grandmother, my grandmother was very into that. I used to believe in it, but like. I'm a pagan. Don't, don't it's not frowned I'm not upon. Talking about, I'm not talking about. Well, yeah, well, Wicca. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the same <laughs> umbrella. You know, like Wiccan, Wicca, and and uh, uh, what's fucking heathen? All those different sects of of paganism. Yeah, but like, but like, only probably less than one percent of Americans believe or even understand the very concept. It's not true. It's 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 um. But, like, it's just a difference between culture, even though, like, our countries are neighboring countries. It's interesting because, like, Mexican culture versus American culture. Americans are very superficial, very um, very about themselves and their freedoms as long as it doesn't, you know, as long as it applies to them. Um, But, like, Mexicans are very... Um, we stick to our tradition yeah yeah old tradition and unity it's like my favorite my favorite tradition is the day of the dead have you seen that movie coco no no but like like they all celebrate like the day of the dead yeah and they do the 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 face paint and i go there and they do like special things stuff yeah it's it's really 
really interesting. It's beautiful. I like to have those traditions because you you have fun and like it's very creative mm -hmm. and like you have the the thoughts that you're gonna be celebrating people that have passed away and that they're gonna come visit you and at it's night. It's also something that you can stuff. pass down to like your future generations too. Yes. It doesn't just die off like from the old old world. It it continues on <clears> and on, which I I love because there's just there's so much unknown in that in that realm because like mm -hmm. you say Ian we're as a country we're generally an anglo-christian society that yeah. doesn't uh have a whole lot of uh what is what is the word i'm looking for traditions? Not a whole lot of gray area yeah well we have traditions but they're very the same no, everybody's got we, the same ones we we do not have traditions okay no? christmas and gift giving is have a, is holidays a very poor it's a whole exactly. you guys have drinking days <laughs> right and and barbecues dude, and dude honestly like just comparative <laughs> to other places we as a country do not have traditions we i mean shit i've been doing like a lot of research on world war ii recently it's gonna yeah. sound weird but i don't know i get bored of work <laughs> and and honestly we have forgotten even what has happened 50 to 60 years ago where other you know countries remember thousands of years ago and they practiced traditions from thousands of years ago we as a country couldn't even tell you like my generation what happened 50 or 60 oh, years yeah. ago or the traditions there's no fucking idea because it's not been passed down yeah, yeah. well it's also education has been a problem but uh i remember seeing an interview a couple of years ago where they were asking like basic american history questions to like college kids that had zero clue oh like oh who's God. abraham lincoln oh wasn't he like a celebrity singer like yeah like stupid stuff like that um so that that does make wow. me angry and like, and like even you know more about and like my mexican friends or um even my friends that are overseas and stuff know more about uh, our culture yeah. than we fucking know i know yeah because yeah, when they um when i learn english like i got taught for like a lot of those things mm -hmm. like who was the first president what the american flag means mm -hmm. and all that stuff and people don't know that now because and it's just it's, one of those things that you know. it, it again it, it it comes down to two things just laziness <laughs> and mm -hmm. lack of an education on certain on certain topics yeah um and really just uh, even more today just a lack of listening you know mm -hmm. people just don't care so um yeah it's a bummer but what what do uh what do you have planned as far as the rest of 2020 are you just going to continue your radio show are you going to go for more road trips go to the west coast you know maybe? i'm gonna be doing my radio show as mm -hmm. always and then also i'm gonna be doing like a lot of traveling and as far as of now when it comes to music I have planned on going to Blue Ridge Rock Festival, okay. which it's on. Okay. It's officially happening wow. in what? September. Same dates as, as Louder Than Life, September 19th. Somewhere. Where is that at? That's in Virginia. Okay. Somewhere in Virginia. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. And I'm, and I'm hoping that Aftershock doesn't get canceled because I want to go there. The problem is, and that's in California, right? Yes. The problem is California has the most restrict most strict restrictions mm -hmm. about all the 50 states right now so i i, I wouldn't hold your breath <laughs> but yeah well, as long as i get one single festival i'm gonna be happy for the, probably the rest one more of the I'm year so yeah but, and uh, yeah other than that so. i'm just gonna stay low-key 
That's at home. Awesome. I think we're probably in the exact same boat, wouldn't you say? Yeah, even even if bars yeah. open, I'm gonna try to wait a little bit. That's smart. you know. That's smart. No, uh, actually, here restaurants opened fully yesterday. Here, fully, fully. like you can like, like inside, can I go outside. sit down and drink? You can go sit down. No way. <clears throat> and uh, but the interesting part that, uh, and I just found this out today. If you are standing and eating, or standing and drinking. You will get fined seven hundred and fifty dollars. So, so what's sit? the point of opening the so you place? Have to sit. I guess you have to sit. You have to be sitting. Yeah. So That's everything's stupid. open, but I guess you have to sit. Um, there are like, some rules, but I mean, it's it's for the most part. I, I like I like you just said. I'm going to avoid it for a little bit first because one, yeah. just a, a mad rush of people. Especially that you have a child. Yes. You gotta. I don't have to worry about like you know getting to my grandparents or mm -hmm. older because i don't have any older people around me mm -hmm. i don't have kids i don't you know my yeah, parents right. but i don't go to my parents until this is over so yeah so it's it's definitely things are opening back up we'll see how long that lasts you know yeah we'll see if another wave comes if not i was in cincinnati when the first uh when the first day opened like patios mm -hmm. so i was in cincinnati and i went for a run so i was running and there was a little sandwich place mm -hmm. and it was in the corner of the street and like i'm not lying like the size of the the size of this room mm -hmm. was full over 20 people i saw some pictures table, like that sitting next to each other That's and like good. no mask they were like some people were not already good. wasted just yelling uh, and it was not even 3 p.m not good people not i was good. like jesus christ you know that's on the people but that's also on the people who own the restaurants and you have to be able to enforce that and you have truly space tables and i guess dewine our governor is sending out you know, health departments to make sure that these restaurants are abiding oh, yes, by these he's, things. He's got, his own, he's got his own fastest regime. Oh, don't don't even do that. You're going to get a bunch of, <laughs> oh God, bring your assault <laughs> rifles to the restaurants. Yeah. Uh, boy, that's a whole different discussion. So anyways, uh, where, where, if people are interested in listening to your show or finding out what you do, where can people check you out at? Uh, they can go to the Facebook page, Rock Rage Radio. They can also go to my radio show page, Metal Erotica Radio Show. Okay. And all the information is there. You can go to www.rockrageradio.com. Awesome. Give we her also a have a free application that you can download. Sick. For both Android and Apple? Yes. Sick. All right. Go give her a, a follow, a like, a subscribe, a <laughs> download, you. all the good stuff. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Thank you for having me over. Finally having the face-to-face -face that, I know. that it's been With long Mr. Overdue. Audience of the Rain. Audience of the Rain. <laughs> oh, God. You got her going now. She's, someday she's going to be like a, a big, uh, uh, like a, a, a DJ, like radio DJ, it. and she's going to introduce us on stage and be like, Here this goes. is Audience of the Rain. <laughs> Oh, and I'll be like, fuck you, Ian. I'll be like, hey. You'll be my guitar hey, tech, so. Road. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, you have a safe trip back to Baltimore or wherever the hell Thank else you're you. going next. Um, and, Ian, you, you want to take us out this time? <laughs> and, as always, we're out.